Look at my butt. Show number 175 of Look at His Butt. LT and JK talk track. Well, this show, we're actually going to do the present. We're really, really going to do the present. Tell me it's not shoes. I, I don't think it's shoes. Okay. Um, it shouldn't be shoes unless they put the wrong thing in the box. Okay, so sh- can I go ahead and open it now? Yeah, go ahead and open it. Did we ever figure out what this present was for? It, it was either your birthday or Christmas or something like that. Okay, well, let's see. There's some paper, which I'm not going to look at. Oh, a catalog. Comes with Good. a catalog, of course. You need a catalog. Then wrapping paper, which Lots of wrapping paper. Jack will take care of. I'm this sure. Is good doing it on FaceTime because I can actually watching watch you open it. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this is too funny. Okay, now do you want to tell our listeners what it is so that yes. they can share the joke? It's Star Trek, item number two one eight two three, Captain Kirk on chair. <laughs> Yeah, but what is it? But what it is, is magnetic. Magnetic. Salt and pepper shakers. (laughs) (laughs) And the interesting thing is under the Captain Kirk on chair, it says caution. (laughs) Salt and pepper shakers, not a toy. Okay, I'm going to open it very carefully because this is not a toy. Not a toy. Uh, to hell with mint in box. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Hold on. Oh, there's a little string. Oh, see, I could just, like, hang this on my oh. Christmas tree. It's, it's just a piece of cardboard that says Star Trek, but it has a little Christmas tree string, like, That's- attached to it. That's it's very nice. From Westland Giftware. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. This, this is too funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's Captain Kirk. Uh huh. And he's got little holes in his back. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> so I'm guessing he's the salt shaker. I, see, I was wondering if the salt shaker is him or. <laughs> Can you see his face? I, I see it. He's got the 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 hand to the chin. Yes, the pensive Kirk face on. So he's thinking if he can salt this food, or will he go over his sodium intake? I don't now, know. You have to look at the size of the little holes, I guess, to see if one is salt and one is pepper. Well, the chair. These are actually nice ceramic. Oh, and it's got great little detail on its arms. Mm-hmm, little buttons and everything. Oh, it's amazing. Um, has two little holes in the back. Let's okay. see what it says here. Made in China. Okay. But I want to see if the thing on it says whether it's salt or pepper. Oh, it's not dishwasher or microwave safe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't microwave your salt. Or my Captain Kirk. <laughs> Copyrighted two, 2012. Um, I think I get to decide which is which. Oh, that's good. Now, here's the nice. funny thing. Th- they could have used this on the real Enterprise. <laughs> on his chair is a little magnet. Uh, uh-huh. And Kirk has a little magnet on his butt. Mm-hmm. So he will not fall out. 
when the ship goes rocking. <laughs> this is amazing. This is my favorite piece of Trek crap. It's so pretty. I'm so glad you like it. Um, I, I had to get it just because it was Kirk sitting in the chair. And, of course, it doesn't look anything like him. You know, like the face doesn't look like William Shatner, I don't think. No, all. it doesn't. It doesn't look like Chris Pine either. So that's a good thing. But, like, look, his hand is on the buttons. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. holding it up, you know. And, and, and he's got his legs crossed. And he's got his know? legs crossed. And I thought, now, it's, are there, it's useful. Are there... Spock and McCoy ketchup and mustard dispensers to stand by his side? You know, I don't know. I I really don't know. I was really focused on the Kirk one. Um, (laughs) Wouldn't that be special, though? And I was really hoping that the the holes for one, for, like, I realized after a bit that it came apart, which I thought mm-hmm. was fantastic. Yes. And then I was like, okay, I really hope that the holes for the chair aren't in the seat of the chair because that would be <laughs> kind of gross. <laughs> nope. It's in the back. In the back. That's much better. And his holes are in his back, just like he got shot between shot, the shoulder braids. Bang, bang, bang. And he, of course, also has a little Christmas string on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll we'll take that off, and we'll take it off the chair too. But so you know, it's a re- the, you could uh, actually put him on your table, and there's a reason for him to be on the table. He serves a function on the table. That's right. The, the attention to detail on this is pretty incredible. I have to say. I mean, the the uh, the the shirt is not just a flat gold. I mean, you know, they they did a good job with their glazing and everything, mm-hmm. and all the little detail on this on the chair arms is just freaking me out. <laughs> this is so cool. I'm I so glad. love it. I it was love it. Worth the wait. Finally. I am so glad that after waiting all that time, it turned out to be this wonderfully crappy and not broken. Not broken. Oh, I was terrified that it was going to be broken, knowing that it was ceramic. I figured, oh, God, it's going to show up in a little heap of dust. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Thank you. Thank You're very you welcome. so much. Oh, I love it. I do love it. I bet you're like the only person in Chicago with a Captain Kirk salt and pepper. Possibly shaker, so. anywhere. I wonder how many of these the <laughs> Entertainment Earth has sold. But really, I think I am going to write him a note and tell them how much I enjoy it and suggest the, the Spock and McCoy condiment dispensers. I really, really, and, and, and check off with a hole in the top of his head where you put toothpicks. Yeah, that would be good. That, that would, would be, be really good. That would be really good. I like that. Oh, I'm so glad you like it. <laughs> it was just wonderful. one of those things I saw it and I was like, oh, I have to get it. Well, of course. How could you resist? Thank you so much. Yay, you're welcome. <laughs> I will proudly display this on my kitchen table. Good. Yay. Where Captain Kirk and I can discuss the news of the day when I'm reading the newspaper and eating my breakfast. Yeah, well, it's always good to have him for some company. You never know. Mm-hmm. You might need to get his opinion on something, and he'll be guarding the house while you're not there. They also do, you've got to, you've got, you're going to want to look at this in great detail when you come to visit sometime, but um, the hair is amazing because there's almost something that could be like a bald spot. 
<laughs> you know, where they've just sort of not painted quite enough over it. They've painted little lines on his head to to give the hair so it's not just flat texture. It's got some lines to it. But there's some a couple spots that look kind of like a comb over of a bald spot. <laughs> so, um, like I said, incredible attention to detail. Oh, yep, that pointy sideburns, the whole thing. Do you think those people in China who make it have any idea what that is supposed to be? <laughs> I can imagine the discussions. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think it's pretty well known the world over that Americans will buy anything. This is true. This is very true. Yes. Well, well good. I'm so that was glad a present was worth successful. waiting for. Yay! Yay! I'm glad. Uh, cool. Well, what else do you want to talk about? What do you want to do next? Because we've got loads of stuff, of course. Um, well, let's talk about that Audi commercial. <laughs> yes, that would be good. Since that's news, it just uh, they just started it, what, a couple days ago, I guess? Yeah, and it, it, it's everywhere. It shows up on everything now. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. And I believe you posted it to Facebook, did you not? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, I will have to put it at the blog as well, but, um, yep, everybody was posting it and saying it was the most awesome commercial ever, and I just, I think it's great that they got um, Quinto and Nimoy to do a commercial like that together. Yes. Very nice of them. Yes, I thought, it was, it was so funny, but boy, I could not get over how bad Leonard looked. What's with his hair? Oh, he looks, (laughs) he looks just horrible. Um, I wanted to... Oh, yeah, I wanted to read this one thing. This uh, showed up. It's on the Car Connection, which is a website. Mm-hmm. And it, it they first of all, they do have the commercial there. But it's five cameos that could have made Audi Spock versus Spock commercial more awesome. And, <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Um, and it says the ad is a hit, having received over 1.7 million YouTube views in just 48 hours. Wow. But anyway... Amazing. Here, here they're saying a few well-placed cameos could have made it even awesomer. <laughs> number one, William Shatner. Well, of course, number one, yes. Listen to this. This man, we like to call him Shatsy, <laughs> epitomizes contemporary cool. True, it took some of us a while to appreciate his Priceline-fueled return to prominence in the early aughts. But since then, the interwebs has allowed us to relive Shatner's most outstanding moments, including his completely out-there performance of Rocket Man. He could have at least been given the role of the valet at the club. <laughs> Chris Pine would never need to know. <laughs> okay, then there are other suggestions. Um, George Takei. Mm, Nichelle Nichols, here's what they say about here. The woman who spawned thousands of teenage fantasies as Lieutenant Uhura might not have the household name recognition as others on this list, but one look at Nichols, and you know exactly who she is. How great would it have been to see her slide out of Shelley and whilst right past Nimoy and Quinto, yammering into a Bluetooth headset? Yep, that would have been good. Very good. Um, their number four choice is uh, Patrick Stewart. And the number five choice I love, just because it makes no sense at all. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And here's what they say. 
The world is abuzz over next week's release of Star Trek Into Darkness. But has Audi already forgotten its huge product placement win with Iron Man 3, which had the second biggest opening in U.S. movie history? Surely there would have been a clever way to wrap Tony Stark into the fun. Well, I don't care if they put Tony Stark, but I really would have loved Robert Downey Jr. He could have just been himself like Leonard and uh, Zachary were. That would have been good. But um, that commercial does have a lot of really clever stuff going on. It does. It's it's lots of in-jokes, but also it's just a good commercial, I think, yes. for, for the car. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. And uh, <laughs> Leonard dropping an F-bomb yep. is very nice. And, uh, yeah, lots of fun. So if you haven't seen it, people, you should go watch it because it's easy to find on YouTube we'll, and it's on our Facebook page so you can go and find it and yes. watch it through till the end. You have to yep. watch it to the end. Yes. it's it, We're not going to give away no. um, the, the surprise ending, but it is really <laughs> clever and uh, just really wonderful. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to, to make sure we absolutely did talk um, about? The Honest Trailer for the 2009 yes. movie. Oh, because that was hilarious. That was brilliant. Oh, my goodness. Apparently, the people at Honest Trailers received a bazillion requests that they should mm-hmm. do the, the Star Trek movie, the, the last one, not the one that's coming out now. And so they, I think they outdid themselves on this. This was just so funny as far as just picking the thing apart from lens flare to to mm-hmm. stupid plot things. Um, <laughs> and you in your email to me called out some of the, the better things. One was a heavily armed Apple store. Because that's what we were saying right from the very beginning, <laughs> yes. that it looked like an Apple store. And I like the fact that they called Kirk an angry drunk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but really then when good. they did the cast list, it was starring Zap Brannigan. <laughs> good but you know what i really liked about it too was the thing that that we've talked about just in relation to kirk but we never actually talked about it in relation to all the other characters Mm -hmm. about how they get promoted which is that (laughs) nobody gets promoted based on their ability it's all because of accidents or just being in the right place at the right time or proximity to a clean uniform (laughs) exactly It's it's like every character in the movie gets promoted for Mm -hmm. some dumb reason, not because they're actually able to do their job. Right, right. That was a very good observation. Oh, it really, really was. And um, you know what? No, I posted that to the Facebook page. I did not post the commercial, I don't think. So, well, we'll have to take care of that. We'll take care of that. That slight oversight. But um, Honest honest trailers for a 2009 track. Everybody should go and watch that because you will, it is true and you will like it. It's honest. um, I also liked uh, one thing that just slipped by so fast I didn't even catch it until the second time through when they were saying they took all those aliens you've known and loved and didn't show us any of them. Instead, they showed them, blah, 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 blah. And then there was this one really leathery, bad-looking, skinny alien, and they said, Tan Mom. And it right. did. <laughs> it looked exactly like that woman who's been in the tanning booth way too much. It did look like Tan Mom. I agree. That was funny. I liked that. Yes. It was a good joke. That was really clever. <laughs> um, I want to talk about an email I got. Oh, email. You can apparently now get Star Trek prepaid credit cards. I actually saw that on some news feed somewhere. Um, I think it was at, at um, StarTrek.com. In fact, there was an advertisement there for it. Yes. Right. But here's the thing. 
Mm. It's signed Omar. But in the actual, you know, fuller address where it's not just Omar, it's from Omar Bradley. Who's Omar World Bradley? World War II general who hung out with Patton. <laughs> now, when I get an email like this from a dead general, mm-hmm. I'm inclined to think it's a scam. Yeah, that sounds kind of sketchy. Yeah. But I did see them advertised somewhere legitimate. Well, um, you know, I think it came, well, I don't, did it come to me or did it come to look at his butt? Let me look. It know. came to look at his butt. And uh, so they know we're a Star Trek podcast because it says, today, card.com launches first ever official Star Trek Visa prepaid cards into orbit with help from StarTrek.com. We thought you and your readers... Readers <laughs> could be the very first card-carrying members of Starfleet. Oh, you hear that, people? You're readers now. You're not just podcast listeners. Yes, you're, you're no longer passive. You're only <laughs> recumbent. <laughs> That's right. And you know what's and, funny? Oh, listen to this. We'd oh. love it if you blog about this card and spread the word. Let's see if we get anything for blogging about it. Yeah, how about a free card? That yeah. sounds good. Here is our post. Blah, 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 blah. We have a blog. Live long and prosper. Quack, quack, quack. Mailing address in Santa Monica. No, we don't get nothing. Oh, well, screw that then. I'm not Really? Doing Let's cut this whole segment from the show. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, remember um, in our last show, we were talking about how that picture of Kirk with the smarmy look on his face and too much grease in his hair is the one yes. you always see? That's the one they put on the card. Of course. <laughs> of course it is. When I got to that, I was like, God damn it, it's that picture again. The only thing that could be worse would be if it was the Bill the Cat picture. <laughs> I would love it if it was the Bill the Cat picture. You'd get it then, wouldn't you? I love that picture. I would, actually. Just you know what I would mind. love is to, yeah, to have a Star Trek card with a Bill the Cat picture and take it into, like, Neiman Marcus or some really pretentious shit-ass store. And buy some outrageous thing and pay for it with my Build-A-Cat card. Oh, that would be funny. In fact, the next... the counter would be like, what the hell is this? You know, the next time the thing comes from the bank saying, do you want to customize your credit card or your ATM card or something? I'm going to send them that photo and see if I can get a Build-A-Cat ATM. (laughs) That would be great. That would be... I wonder if you could get that on your checks, too. That would be cool. Well, you know, the thing is, I hate that picture so much. It would almost be like cutting my nose off despite my face. <laughs> I have um, an irrational fondness for that picture just because he does look exactly like Bill the Cat. Which we would never have realized were it not for Jonk. Jonk, who pointed it out. And as soon as she said it, I was like, oh, my God, she's so right. And then every time I look at that picture, all I can think about is Bill the Cat. Of course. What else would you think about looking at that picture? Yeah, you know, if you're going to do Trek crap, crap it up. This is true. This is true. Hey, speaking of Trek crap. Yes. um, Here's a review of the new Star Trek video game. Oh, Um, okay, yes. Is there a mean admiral? Um... It doesn't say. Um, but this is the video game for which Bill did that very funny commercial where he and the Gorn were having a, a shoving match. And, <laughs> yes. And, and um, being too old to actually do it. So this was a review in USA Today. Um, and this is what it says. 
No type of video game makes players more wary than one based on an upcoming blockbuster film. The reputation is well-deserved. These licensed adaptations often feel shallow, a seemingly cheap ploy to cash in on the popularity of the movie with a pitiful interactive display. So, could Bondi's science fiction adventure based on Star Trek boldly go where no licensed video game has gone before? As Spock might say, that would be highly illogical. The cooperative Star Trek video game is an incredibly boring campaign, mixing lackluster action sequences with enemies and computer-controlled colleagues that exhibit stupid behaviors. Oh. Wait, this this complete. I've never really played a video game, but that fits in with exactly what I think they are like. Um, that I can see how this particular game could be exactly like that. Um, and it just says it's hard to play. It's not exciting. Um, there's not a lot that you can do. The enemies just kind of stand around and don't actually come at you. There, it says the cooperative elements lack creativity. Um, even the brief moments when players get to navigate the Enterprise in space combat are sleep-inducing. <laughs> Zap a few spaceships, set up a tactical strike on larger vessels, and done. Um, I, I want to quote the one part in the article that I really, really, really liked. Mm-hmm. During one heated battle playing as Kirk, I fought off three to four Gorn as Spock watched. <laughs> Spock also went into spectator mode as I lay on the ground awaiting a revival. <laughs> And then he goes on to say something about they they tried to lure the Gorn out and none of them would even come out. They just they're hiding. Yep, they're just standing around. <laughs> Most Gorn duck behind cover and refuse to come out until your approach. <laughs> so it sounds like a pretty stupid video game, despite Bill's funny commercial for it. Oh well, yeah. too bad. Oh well, we got a really good funny commercial out of it. Yeah. So you know that's pretty fantastic. Um, speaking of commercials, yes, Bill recorded a very short promo for Chateauetry, and I know you have not had time to watch it, but everybody has to watch it because <laughs> he is totally eye fucking the camera. <laughs> From the first three words, my eyes went like boing, just watching what he was doing with his eyes, and it's if it's thirty seconds long, I'm, I'm I don't think it's even that long. It's pretty darn amazing. Oh. Is it as good as him eating the pudding? No. Because <laughs> I, I hate to insult Bill by saying this, but um, compared to the pudding, the eye-fucking is subtle. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I, I get that. I understand that. But it's, uh, it's pretty astounding. I can't wait to watch it. Yes. Um, another weird thing that showed up, this is um, Star Trek, nine of the weirdest fan fiction stories. And I have to tell you, my heart was pounding as I read this because I am <laughs> so afraid something of mine's going to show up. <laughs> and luckily it didn't. Neither did oh, anything good. of yours. Oh, um, good. Phew. Um, but there's, there's like s- quotes from uh, like nine different uh, Kirk Spock slash stories uh-huh. and they're they're all pretty pretty stupid <laughs> it, it didn't have any of um, but that was before six months later no no that. but oh. I do want it to uh, to read uh, just a couple of things one okay. is um, and uh, what exactly is that 
Anakin crossed his arms. My ship, clearly, Jim gestured around them. Great ship. Something in Anakin's tone put Jim off to the man. Bones rolled his eyes at everyone. <laughs> which is pretty good visual. While Scotty and the doctor chatted about the TARDIS. <laughs> Anakin and Jim had a stare down, and Padme, Obi-Wan, and their two robots stood there awkwardly. River laughed, thinking what a fabulous idea this had been. And then the comment is, we've all been to parties like this, right? (laughs) Let's just throw everything in a blender and see what happens. (laughs) Blender fic. Blender fic, yep. Now, um... (laughs) This next one is from the summary of the story. Oh, God. All right. There's a summary. Okay. <laughs> Jim and Spock bonded and are now returning to New Vulcan to formally announce it to Spock's father, T'Pau, and Spock Prime. Not long after their arrival, however, Spock Prime begins to catch whiffs if you will, of new Spock's claim on Jim, which is both nostalgic and highly arousing to the poor old guy. Things come to a head when Prime passes Jim in the hall of Sarek's new home and then proceeds to molest the young (gasps) captain against his wall, against the wall. Oh, ew. Okay, here's the comment. Firstly, way to give away the entire plot in the summary, bro. Secondly, dear God, why? (laughs) That sounds really icky. Ew. I mean, really, the word molest in a plot summary. I know. Just a little off putting. Um, there's one where Uhura reads the entire book of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone to the crew. Oh, God. So, like, every few paragraphs, a crew member pipes up with some comment or question, but it oh. is the entire book. And then here's one um, with the list. This is just the list of pairings. Oh, good. Are you ready? I'm ready. Kirk Spock, Kirk McCoy, Kirk Spock McCoy, Gayla Kirk, Chekhov McCoy, McCoy Sulu, Spock Uhura, McCoy Spock, Chekhov Scotty, Kirk Sulu, Orgy, (laughs) Talking Penis. Cross-dressing, tentacles, Halloween, rough sex, bouncy castle. (laughs) I hope it's rough sex in the bouncy castle. castle. Or an orgy in a bouncy castle. (laughs) With rough sex. Schoolgirl fantasy, puppy play. What the hell is that? What, puppy play? Yeah. I I don't know what that means. Maybe it's like horsey play in... uh, the, the one with the uh, Plato's stepchildren. Oh, okay. But it's puppies. Woof, woof. Okay. Woof, woof. Okay. <laughs> Mind control, whipping, drunkenness, mm. evil bunnies. In the bouncy castle, maybe. <laughs> Having rough sex. Jello. <laughs> uh, of course. Alternate universe, mermaid, food fight, <laughs> de aging, character turned into vampire. Wow. And I can only hope it's the evil bunnies who are turned into vampires. <laughs> you know, um, we should have done one of those kinds of things for the um, the science, the, the circus. Oh. Um, because we could have written something exactly like this. Yes. But it would have been much funnier. Because well, it would have said, like, clown car, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 the capper 
is um, not really fanfic as much as a fan film. And Uh they have made a KS fan film from uh, using video from Uh the last movie and cutting uh, things together from the Star Trek audio book, which was (laughs) read by, um, what's his name? Uh, young Spock, Zachary oh, Quinto. Really? Quinto? Oh, yes. I didn't know that. And <laughs> this has, I got to find it because I don't have time to play the thing for you. But um, it does have the uh, the phrase, suck me, Kirk opined plaintively. <laughs> <laughs> opined? Opined. Yes. It's like a play on being Chris Pine, isn't it? <laughs> and then. <laughs> People with delicate ears might want to cover them, but you're listening to our show, so I'm assuming you can take it. After Spock, wait, after Kirk comes in Spock's mouth, of Kirk course. asks Spock a question. And <laughs> Spock says, <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, God. Oh. So that's another video link we will be directing all of uh-huh. you to. That sounds great. Yeah. Oh, man. That's pretty funny. Hey, I got a great idea for a place for a story to take place. Yeah. Not just in a bouncy castle. <laughs> yeah. A bouncy TARDIS. <gasps> a bouncy TARDIS. The doctor would love that. Yes. I bet there's parts of the TARDIS that are like a bouncy castle. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think the Enterprise has a bouncy room? Uh, Probably. Well, I'm sure that on Next Generation, people use the holodeck for that all the time. Well, I was just going to say, because they have little kids and stuff, they probably do have. You know, the holodeck is probably for adults-only use or something. But I bet in the the Enterprise nursery, I bet there's a a bouncy castle or bouncy... Mm -hmm. Something or other. Oh, I think so. I well, you know, I bet they have on on a classic track TOS. They probably have some kind of training room that's like that, like a, a zero gravity room or something that's like a bouncy castle. Yeah, yeah, I suppose I so. So, and that's the Kirk, the room that Kirk specially reserves when he wants to have sex in zero gravity. Yes, and conceive babies who will be warped and strange because. <laughs> Sex in space is deadly for the um, future offspring. That's right. <laughs> they don't need a bouncy castle. They're bouncy anyway. William Shatner devastated. Yes. <laughs> um, something else coming up. Bill continues to uh, mine Star Trek for all it's worth in his wonderful <laughs> Bill way. And that is that Epix... Has made, Bill has made, and EPIX will be showing five mini documentaries from the captains. Oh, and it's okay. it's stuff we didn't see, and each one is a short thing with each captain, except Chris Pine. Thank oh, you, good. Bill. Bill says Chris Pine's captain's story is still being written, so it wouldn't be appropriate. No, it really, it was that he just wasn't interesting enough and couldn't, like, string three words together. And, right. Yeah. I think that's it because they did not, from what I understand, they did not go back and do any more filming. This is stuff that they filmed at the time. And he is just too stupid to get two or three more minutes out of him. Yeah. But starting May 16th, um, Epix is going to be showing those five mini documentaries. And oh. I especially want to see 
the one with Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart, yeah. Because that, that be was the, the highlight of that whole movie for me. Yeah. Um, and I think we've mentioned this to people before. Epix is always running these free trials. Mm-hmm. It's, it seems like they do it all the time. So you don't have to pay for it, really. Um, if you go and just keep checking to see when they have a free trial period, you can sign up and you can watch I these think- things. and. You don't have to pay anything. It's just free. I think they're having one right now, too. Yeah, yeah. So, so people should check it out. So don't feel like you're going to have to pay for this. You'll probably yes. be able to see it for free. And also with Bill hosting, or, you know, like I said, mining the wonders of Star Trek, this just showed up today under special events um, from HollywoodPalmCinema.com. Live in person, William Shatner mm-hmm. hosting... Star Trek Into Darkness. What? And Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Really? And live in person hosting blah, 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 blah. And then here are these show times. Um, it's unclear to me. Um, one, one of the theaters is on Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. This is... Friday, May 24th, and they're going to be showing um, Star Trek Into Darkness 2D, Star Trek Into Darkness 3D, and Star Trek II Wrath of Khan. Then at Hollywood Palms, which I'm not sure where that is, same thing on Saturday, May 25th, and then on Sunday, May 26th, back at the the Hollywood Boulevard Theater. Um, Here's what they have to say, how our celebrity events work. Our very popular series of celebrity events includes a table in our lobby where you can briefly meet the stars of some of your favorite films um, or for autographs or pose photographs for a fee. Uh, we always suggest you arrive early. Blah, blah, blah. Celebrities are generally scheduled to arrive one hour prior to the first showing of their film. They may or may not be available to the public after the screening. Um, you must have purchased an admission ticket. Blah, 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 blah. There is a charge per autograph. They have a, a professional uh, photographer set up to do photos. But is Bill going to be spending a three-day weekend in movie theaters? That seems really strange, unless he's doing it for charity or something. Well, Maybe. it's like if you look at Saturday's schedule, he would be there literally all day if he was going to be there for each showing because Star Trek Into Darkness 2D starts at noon – and then there's a showing every two and a half hours. Oh, he's not going to do that. There's 3D no 3D starts at 11.30, and again, every two and a half hours. And then Wrath of Khan times to be announced. Oh, wait, here it says appearance times. This is amazing. Um, Friday's appearance time is 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Saturday's is 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. And Sunday's is 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. That's crazy. Why is he doing this? Somebody has to be paying him a shitload. Why is he doing it for Into Dumbness? I mean, I can see why he'd do it for Wrath of Khan, but why for the new movie? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. How strange. Maybe he's making a new documentary on how Star Trek has deteriorated. And I'm no longer calling it Into Dumbness. I'm calling it Into Dorkness. (laughs) Into Dorkness. Okay. That's my my new title for it. So, Um, um, L.A. people. Go please and let us know what's going on because we'd yes. like to know what this is all about yes um i am gonna go see the movie probably next weekend oh 
and I'm going with our good friend Logan. Yes. And I think we are going to do a, a quick review, an audio review after the show, which I will then um, post separately probably so that people can know what, what I thought of it anyway. And w- um, will Logan be on the review as well? Yes, he will be. Great. Great. Yes. That will so. be lots of fun. So I, I think it'll be good that I'm going with him because um, he has a thing for Zachary Quinto, which is mm-hmm. fine. Okay. <laughs> and he's probably going to be a lot kinder and, and gentler to the movie than I would be. So it will offset my negativity. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know how I'm going to handle this. I have been very diligent about not reading the spoilers because, of course, mm-hmm. the movie has already opened in other places in, in the London, world. Yeah, uh, London and in Australia and in New Zealand and um, in other places in Europe as well. So people have seen it, and there's reviews that give away all the plot points, and I'm not reading any of them because Good. I don't want Well, to I've been avoiding them, too. Um, I did read something that said it was spoiler-free, and it was. Mm-hmm. But it did bring up... Something that has come out in the um, in the little snippets we've seen and everything about um, this 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 guy, whoever mm-hmm. you know, John Harrison, yeah, mm-hmm. Cumberbutt, is um, he's one of our own. And I read something that said, and you know, he's a, a Starfleet person who's done something really terrible. And I thought, well, that really opens the door wide for it to be all kinds of people. I mean, it could be Garth. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It could be um, the captain on Bread and Circuses. It could mm-hmm. be the captain on Coms and Yangs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe um, the, the new version of William Wyndham manages to harness the Doomsday Machine and send it towards Earth or something. Sure. I mean, you know. There's no shortage of people in no. Starfleet who went, who went bad. This yeah. is true. Yeah. It, it, that's know. probably the effect of space sex. And uh, <laughs> Kirk, of course, being Kirk, you know, that just increases his Kirkness. But, you know, mere mortals, they freak out and, and do some really weird, mm-hmm. weird things. I agree. Yeah. I tell you what, let's take a little break. Okay. And then, um, when we come back, let's listen to Bill tell a joke. <gasps> yes! <laughs> space. <laughs> The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. We love our listeners and we want to hear from you. Send email to lookathisbutt at gmail.com and comment at the blog at lookathisbutt.blogspot.com. This podcast produced on a MacBook Pro with GarageBand. I love horses. So I got a great horse joke for you. Tom is having a problem with his uh, Dodgers. He's losing everything. He's losing his shirt. He's losing his mind. He's desperate. He needs another player. Agent comes up to him and says, I got a great player for you. He says, who is it? He says, it's a horse. A horse? What am I going to do with a horse? He says, put him in the lineup. What do you got to lose? The professor says, you're right. Puts a horse in the lineup. Places him at third base. Ground ball is hit to the horse. The horse scoops up the ball, throws it to first base. Guy's out. Fantastic. Sort of tries him at second base. Ball is hit to the horse. Double play. Zip, zip, zip. 
Incredible. You sort of can't believe it. Puts him at first base. A horse leaps up, catches the ball, puts a man out. Tries him in the outfield. A ball is hit to the horse. Hard and high. It's a sure home run. The horse leaps up to the air, catches the ball. Lasorda is ecstatic. Puts him into the batting lineup. First time up a bat. The horse looks at the pitcher. The pitcher looks at the horse. The pitcher throws the ball. A horse winds up, swings, hits the ball further than any ball has ever been hit before. And Lasorda yells, what are you doing? The horse is just standing there at the home plate. He says, what are you doing? Run, run. The horse looks at Lasorda. He says, if I could run, I'd be at Hialeah. Phil told a <laughs> joke. <laughs> it was a real proper joke and everything with a setup and a punchline. Uh, and yep, the whole a very, thing. A very dramatic delivery as well. And apparently it's from some 80s TV thing. TV show. The funniest joke I ever heard. A Dick Clark production with well, famous people telling these just oh-so-funny jokes. Um, so that was the audio, and I think people should take the time to go watch the video over on YouTube because Bill does a lot of hand gestures to go along with it. Oh, and he's telling this story while sitting on a horse. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because why not? That joke also reminds me of one of the filthiest jokes I ever heard. Um, it's the same sort of, you know, if I could, you uh-huh. know, run, I'd, I'd be, it, you know, in the Preakness or whatever. The same sort of thing, but entirely sick and, and pervy. But, um, yeah, I think that's cute to see Bill tell an actual joke. It is. It's very funny. Yes. He does it very much as a performance piece. Of you course. Know? Not like it's a conversation, but it's like, and now I'm going to tell a joke. Yes. Okay. <laughs> It's full of Shatnerian pauses. It is. It is. It totally is. Yes, everything. So tell me about this picture that we're going to talk about now. Where'd you get this from anyway? Okay, first of all, um, I am a a member of uh, the William Shatner Facebook group, which is different than the fan club. Mm-hmm. And people post a lot of stuff there, and most of it's stuff we've already seen. But this, someone... Um, who who speaks Spanish, I'm assuming as his or her native tongue, uh, posted this thing called Bill is a Wonderful Father. And I clicked to it, and it's a video. Hmm. And everybody should go and look at this video because it is jammed full of pictures of Bill and his kids that I had never seen, most of them staged for publicity, you know, mostly from the Star Trek era. But then when you get later on, they're teenagers and everything. And there's some man singing a song in Spanish, I believe, about fatherhood. But it's kind of a crummy song, so turn off the sound. But anyway, when it got to this picture, I had to, you know, scroll back or, you know, fast backwards to get to it and screen cap it because I wanted us to be able to talk about this on the show. And this is a picture of um, Bill and Marcy, his second wife, and two of his daughters. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, in the 80s, and some guy, <laughs> and not our some guy, some no, some other very 80s, aren't I clean cut, sort of. Really? They're all looking very 80s in this picture, I have to say, with the clothes and the hair. Oh, and, the hair. And all that, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I think they're at a movie thing. It looks to me like it was taken in a movie um, mm-hmm. lobby. 
or something like that. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, definitely. And the uh, guy, I was thinking maybe it was Brian Evans. You said you didn't think so, but he sure looks familiar. He does look familiar, like an 80s version of somebody that we know now. I yeah, know. you know, like some a, a TV guy or something. And like you said, maybe one of the daughters was dating him. Yeah. Um, Bill looks very happy. Yes, but I have to point out the, the, the daughter on the left, and they're, they're lined up by height, so she's the shortest mm-hmm. one. All that needs is um, silver glittery border, and it would be the outfit that Finney's daughter wears in court martial. <laughs> it is quite like that. It's got that big floppy bow in the oh, front. Yes. Oh, my God. It's so, so horrible. It's very bad. And Marcy, unfortunately, in this photo, is standing next to Bill, and she's really giving him um, side eye. Yeah. Sort of rolling her eyes toward him as if to say, honey, take your hand off my butt when we're in public. Yes. It's just not right. Yes. Something. Yeah. But uh, anyway, listeners, we really want, first of all, go look at the video. It is interesting. There's a lot of pictures in it you haven't seen. But look at this picture especially and tell us who you think this guy is. Yeah. Who is this guy, man? We want to know. Yeah. I wonder if Bill remembers who this guy is. I wonder if Bill remembers who Marcy is. And there are, you know how there's that one picture we've seen before of Bill with one of the girls when she's little, kind of holding her in this really awkward way? Mm-hmm. There are several pictures of Bill awkwardly holding his <laughs> children. Like, he doesn't really know, like, you know, how do you do this? <laughs> so everybody should go look at the video, but this picture I find very, very intriguing. It is. It's a black and white photo. I would mm-hmm. really like to see it in color to see what color everybody's clothes are. That and hair. <laughs> and hair. And eyeshadow. Because I can oh, imagine right. there being a lot of brightly colored eyeshadow in yeah. here as well. Yeah. God. <laughs> you know, the guy, it obviously is not him, but in some ways, like especially around the mouth, he looks a little like Bobby Sherman. Yeah, he does kind of. That's true. He does have a very 80s haircut. I wish we could tell if he actually has a mullet, because he could. <laughs> it's true. You know, it's a little dark to see, yeah, but there could be a lot of long hair going on back party there. Party in the back, yeah. <laughs> Partying in the back, yeah. Anyway. So, um, shall we move on to what's taking the place of our Etsy segment? Yes, this is true. We, we did not have time to prepare an Etsy segment, but someone did it for us. Total Film. Is- which was really good. And the best thing about this little piece, which is called um, Worst to Best Star Trek Merchandise. And gosh, they've got like 46 or 50 different 50. things in here, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them is a thing that we already talked about. We totally scooped them on this. Oh, yeah. There are a couple there that we've talked about before and a few that we actually have. Um, and and the one that particularly caught my eye and that you pointed out um, – also was the terrible Etsy um, William Shatner Captain Kirk stained glass thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about this a couple shows ago, and looking at it now, it's as creepy as ever. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. It's just not the kind of thing that you would want to have. Let's see. Um, here's what they, they say. James Tiberius Kirk, lead light style painting, right? That's what it says on Etsy. Mm-hmm. It says... Set phasers to fun. 
Of all the thousands of spectacular Star Trek fan portraits that can be found for sale on the internet, this might be the least flattering and the most hideous. <laughs> and really, artist, that's quite a statement. <laughs> even the artist himself enlisting the item admits, quote, this thing creeps me out, unquote. Yeah, that's because it looks like you pieced it together from William Shatner's actual skin. <laughs> And, yeah, we, we mentioned that when we were reviewing it as well. Yes. And um, they have the uh, the Ken and Barbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I really liked was number 40, which is the Mr. Spock earrings. I see those. Those are um, a little dangly, uh, held together with, what, like paper clips or something? <laughs> well, here's what they say. Is there not a better way to show appreciation for your favorite show than to have entire characters dangling from your ears? <laughs> we bet if Leonard Nimoy ever knew that a small representation of him would one day be attached to someone's lobes, limbs flailing with every step, he would never have signed away his likeness rights. <laughs> <laughs> There's also the uh, the communicator nipple pasties. Pasties, which we talked about. Yep, um, yep. There's the nutcrackers, which we also talked about. Mm-hmm. We are just so on top of things. God. Yes, and there's a, a, a dish like for a little kid that in the bottom it says, eat me up, Scotty. <laughs> they have the um, different colognes, the Tiberius colognes, which I think we kind of agreed smelled like cat pee. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I they, believe. They had one that really astounded me because we have never seen this before. And this is from Stylin' Trucks. And it's <laughs> musical air horns that um, it says, We imagine that, yes, setting your car horn to play the theme from Star Trek every time you beep someone at the lights could be quite fun the first couple of times. <laughs> but then it becomes increasingly annoying until you eventually become known in the neighborhood as that guy. <laughs> And parents start to usher their kids quickly indoors when you go driving past. Mm-hmm. That is correct. They also have Enterprise and Klingon salt and pepper shakers, but mm-hmm. they look nowhere near as cool as Captain Kirk and in his chair salt and pepper shaker. Okay, that's good. Um, let's see, they have the Star Trek color forms. Right, um, which I have, and they have the Star Trek bra, which we have talked about. Yep. Let's see. A can of Romulan ale. I think I still have one somewhere Okay. In my I was going to say, we have uh, sampled that horribleness. That's right. Some of our listeners joined us for sampling that horribleness. That's right. That's right. Um, uh, Mr. The- S- Mr. Spuck, the rubber duck. <laughs> We've never encountered him before. He's on Amazon. <laughs> um, they have the uh, Spock and Uhura, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Potato Heads. <laughs> yes. They have the... Uh, the door chimes, the electronic door chime, mm-hmm. uh, a batleth letter opener, tribbles. Yeah. Oh, they have the uh, the cookie cutters, which I still have not had a chance to um, make yet because I just haven't had a chance to make cookies, but I still want to make them. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, and why is this not working? There it goes. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, the pajamas, you know, all of that crap. Yeah. And then, of course, they have the thing that we mentioned. Oh, gosh, it was ages and ages ago, the Enterprise Pizza Cutter. Yes. That was on one of our earlier shows. I mean, I think that was probably in the first year. 
that's what I was going to say. We, I remember talking about that just forever ago. So mm-hmm. I am so glad that we are on top of these things. We know oh. what's out there. But I, ha- you know, um, I go to Total Film just about every day to read their, they always have a list, like this 50 best to worst Star mm-hmm. Trek things. And sometimes it's stuff I just don't care about. And other times it's interesting. And a lot of times it's just funny and snarky. And I, I totally enjoy them, but I really appreciate them doing our, our Etsy list. And for going beyond Etsy into Amazon and, and um, styling trucks. It's a great list, and uh, it is good that we have some of the stuff. I think it would be really bad if we had all of the stuff. Oh, yeah. That would be bad. You know, you yeah. got to be picky about your Trek crap. You really right, do. right, yeah. I would rather have a select group of good Trek crap than have a complete set of all Trek mm-hmm. crap, which I would have to have two mansions, and still I would be on hoarders. If, if you were to get all the Trek crap in the world, one of each... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A warehouse, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so here's something, uh, if we're done with this. Before, yes. Before we move on to the picture of Bill, which we're going to talk about in a second. <laughs> um, yes. This, this is just a thing that I had been sitting around um, for a long time, and I just wanted to say it because it relates to the movie. Um, and this was a quote from Mark Wahlberg, who's an actor now, as you know. Uh, has been in many movies and he said that um, he was approached by J.J. Abrams to appear in the 2009 Star Trek reboot but he had to decline because quote he didn't understand the words (laughs) (laughs) think how he would have done with lens flare (laughs) he says I love J.J. Abrams I've only seen the original Star Wars when I was a kid my dad wasn't really into sci-fi I'm interested to see what J.J. does I remember him asking me to play Kirk's father in Star Trek I tried to read the script, and I didn't understand the words or dialogue or anything. I said, I couldn't do this. I think you're all really talented, but I couldn't do it. Then I saw the movie, and I thought, holy shit, he did a great job. So, And then they cast uh, Chris Chris Hemsworth, of course, as Kirk's father in Star Trek. Um, But, yeah, can you imagine Mark Wahlberg as Kirk's father? That would have been kind of a strange casting choice, I think. Yeah. And... um, I can understand him not understanding the words. <laughs> Here's a bunch of techno babble. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. And, you, and you're going to shout it with bright lights going in your eyes. And... Right. And then you're going to um, suicide mission your ship for no particular reason other than we need you to die at the beginning of the movie. Bye. Right, right. Because that's going to be our character, our main character's motivation for everything he does, include being a total dick. And being an angry drunk. Okay. Okay. So I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> Who got into Starfleet with no paperwork. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about the picture that's going to haunt my dreams for the next week or so. The picture of Bill. So over on Moore Shatner, um, one of the regulars, Zane, had posted a whole bunch of pictures. Um, They were mostly from the charity horse show. Mm -hmm. So it was Bill and Liz and some other people. And there's probably a Cuoco. And Tony Turvey and some other people in there. Um, But then she puts in always a bunch of other pictures from things that she finds on eBay and places like that. So there are old pictures from some TV shows that he was in and some pictures. There's even a picture from um, World of Susie Wong in there. Yes, yes. But then, (sighs) but then, there's the picture of Bill. 
from Battle of the Network, Network Stars. Network Stars. Right? <laughs> now, remember, listeners, when we shared this a couple years ago, it was a picture of him sitting poolside, and he's in a skimpy, beautifully ocean blue uh, Speedo. Well, Lena, tell them how <laughs> this takes it all a step further. So this is a picture of Bill, and he's standing up, and he's wearing his little tiny blue Speedo, and he's wet, like he just got out of the pool. Yeah. He's very, very, very wet. He's as wet as a very wet thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's all furry. Yes, he's... Chest hair and belly hair and arm hair and leg hair and, and the toupee wet is looking great. Looks pretty good. And he looks very tan, too, mm-hmm. I have to say. Like he's probably, oh, as he said in that interview that we quoted a while ago, probably swimming naked in his pool because that's the kind of thing that Bill does. Yep. I yep. think so. Well, you know what I'm looking at, too, while I'm looking at this? Okay, here's the picture in front of me of Bill in the Speedo. But off to the side, hanging on my bulletin board, I'll get it down to refresh your memory, (laughs) is my Captain Kirk paper doll. Oh, yes. Let me see. I'm trying to get it. There we go. There he goes. Yep, yep. Got Mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. And um, I got to say, this paper paper doll is damned accurate. It's remarkably accurate. This the show. face isn't quite right, but boy, the body and the speedo. And the speedo, the speedo, yep. yeah, the speedo is yep. good. Yep. And also what I like it is that um, Bill really looks like he just gave 110% in whatever he was doing, swimming across the pool or playing water polo or who knows what they were just doing. in the pool. Well, it was a competition. It was a competition, so he had to win. So he yes. was working really, really hard for his team because he was the captain of his team, right? Yes. He had to lead them to victory. He was the captain, the goddamn captain. <laughs> really, it's all a- this needs is, well... I suppose the captain would wear a gold speedo, but really, it just needs a little insignia, and we're all. Oh, it's a really nice picture, and totally unexpected. You know, I was scrolling through these pictures, and I was just like, "Oh, there he is, and for the people, and there he is in Mm -hmm. Kingdom of the Spiders, and whoa, here he is in a speedo." (laughs) (laughs) And if looking in this picture, at this picture, I would like to quote Mr. Spock, if I may. Oh, Bill. Yep, it's a good picture. It is. It's a really good picture. Thank you, Zane. <laughs> yep. I, if I had only one tiny little complaint about this picture is that it's not scanned. Um, it's someone's taken a photograph of mm-hmm. it, and there's a little bit of, of um, not lens flare, but flash yes. reflected off it because it's a Off the water, picture. yeah. So, so I wish that it wasn't quite reflecting like well, that's okay. It's it, 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 a small price to pay. It's true. It's true. It's very mm-hmm. true. Yeah, and that's yep. a pretty good-looking toupee, i got to say. Oh, it, yeah. It's too bad he has that towel around his shoulders. I'd like to see him with the towel not around his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's also kind of Kirkish. It is kind of Kirkish. I was thinking about that <laughs> as, as I was looking at it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
Thanks, Bill. Thanks for yeah. thanks for allowing yourself to have that picture taken yeah. at Battle of the Network Stars and whatever. I'm sure whatever there are others, and of course we would be thrilled to see <laughs> any or all of them. Hey, I got a question. I'm looking at the box from my salt and pepper shakers. Yeah. <laughs> and on one side there's Kirk with a phaser. And on the other side, there's Spock with a phaser. What's he doing there? I don't know. He's supposed to be holding the mustard. Somehow, it feels like Spock should have, like, a different condiment than mustard. I don't know. Relish? Maybe. Ketchup? Maybe wasabi or something like that. Barbecue sauce? Barbecue sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what you could do, too? You know how in restaurants they have those big, round sugar dispensers? Uh Uh-huh. You could get one of those that's a TARDIS. It's practically the right shape. That would be. They actually make TARDIS teapots to okay. like throw your tea in where the top comes off, and that's where mm-hmm. you get the tea bag. Those would be and do you cool. get more tea out of it than you put in? <laughs> you just keep pouring. Wow. It, it, it never runs out of tea. That is fantastic. <laughs> I'm glad they're going for accuracy with their crap. <laughs> yeah, I would have to say, if you look through that Entertainment Earth catalog that came. I, I will. It, there are pages of Doctor Who crap. I mean, it, it's now getting to be on a par with Star Trek crap. There's an awful lot of it out there. Well, I so love my Captain Kirk salt shaker. And I have to say, um, I think I told you this, but I haven't uh, mentioned on the air. You know, I have a new job. And at my new job, we're crowded, so I don't have a cubicle yet. Mm-hmm. I just work wherever there's some available space, and it will probably be a few months before I have a cubicle. But the other day I was thinking not so much about I wish I had a cubicle so I had a place to put all my stuff instead of having to put it away in the, the one file drawer I've been assigned every night. <laughs> but because I want to, you know, decorate it and have my stuff, and I'm thinking, and have my Captain Kirk with me. Yeah. Yeah. Kirk with you. Yeah. One of my many Kirks, but a Kirk. <laughs> I, I don't think I can put up the Speedo picture, but I could no, <laughs> sure bring, bring in, you know, I don't know, my rip shirt Kirk or... Yeah. Well, you have to be careful which one you bring, because if you bring one that's too good, somebody might steal it. Well, people here seem pretty honest, but I know exactly what you're saying. And, and when I was, um, you know, working my last real job where I had a cubicle mm-hmm. and everything, I was very selective about what I brought in. I know. I would be scared that yeah. somebody would just be like, oh, this is great. I must have it. Well, somebody had an amazing Pez collection. Oh. And, a, uh, you know, how the top of all the cubes have, like, an edge on them. The, the entire, like, three and a half sides of their cube was Pez, 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 Pez. Pez. Wow. And as far as I know, nobody ever ever took any. But it was it was a lot of Pez. Wow. That's cool. That's yeah. Really cool. But anyway... I think we should wrap up. We started with a wonderful gift, and we're ending with Shatner wet in a Speedo. Which is also a wonderful gift. Yes. To everyone, to the world. (laughs) It's so true. Absolutely to the world, and to us in particular, but definitely to the world. Yes. Well, I am sure going to look forward to hearing what you and Logan have to say about Into Darkness. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get myself mentally psyched for it. Yeah, for sure. and listeners, if you can figure out a way for me to somehow see this movie and not lose my mind, because <laughs> um, I think seeing it alone is going to be really, really tough. Yeah. Uh, geez, I just don't know. I just don't, I don't know. know. 
well, we'll just have to figure something out. Yeah, maybe maybe a, a solution will come serendipitously as it gets closer to the movie actually opening. Well, it's opening like in a week, isn't it? I know. Well, yeah. you know, maybe maybe something okay. will happen. Well, yeah, maybe maybe something will happen. And you know, if it comes down to you having to go, just remember it's a risk, but risk is our business. <laughs> That's the reason we do this show. <laughs> and my response That's- to that is... <laughs> I just feel like we've watched so much crap for our listeners. Oh, <laughs> so they yeah. don't you have know, to. I was, I was saying that to somebody the other day. I was like, oh, God, I have to go see this movie. I have to do it for the show. For the show. I'm doing it for the show. Yep. <sighs> but we have to. So, listeners... If you go see the movie, uh, we want to hear what you have to say, but um, you can send us an email or leave a comment, but put like a spoiler at the top, like say spoilers, because we want to wait until after we've seen it before we get your reactions to it. Yes. Yes. I think. Yes. Let's be very clear about that. We are still avoiding spoilers. And even once it opens... Yeah. Until we have both seen it, we're still avoiding spoilers. Exactly. So if you go to post on the Facebook or anything, just don't say anything about the plot um, until we've given the all clear signal, and then we can. Right. You can talk about lens flare and and, you know costumes. (laughs) Because there'll be that. You know, there's lens flare (laughs) in the heavily armed Apple store. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think this has been a wonderful, fun-filled show. Yes, as always. Well, good. As so always. go go put some salt and pepper into Captain Kirk. Well, um, I so don't know if I'm going to actually put salt and pepper in him. I might just, because I don't want to, you know, turn him upside down and have salt come out of his <laughs> back. That's kind of weird. He's just beautiful. Well, good. I'm so glad. Yes. Oh, this is this is wonderful. Thank you so very, very much. Oh, you are you're entirely welcome. Oh, I just have to tell you one more thing. That, sure. Um, I... Um, I tweeted that picture of me wearing my space socks the other day. And, yes. And um, I, I washed them, and I wanted to dry them very carefully. I didn't want to put them in the dryer because I was mm-hmm. afraid they'd shrink or something. So I or had one would get lost. <laughs> Some, yeah, they'd go into the black hole. So um, I hung them up, and then I had kind of forgotten that I put them in a special place. So last weekend, there was me running around the house going, Where are my space socks? Where are my space socks? <laughs> They're on the space clothesline. <laughs> this is what life is like in my house. Where are well, my space socks? Not in the least surprising. <laughs> but you found them, right? I did find them, yes. Okay, and that's... all was well. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Yes. All right. All right. Well, um, let us go. And until next time, everybody, thank you for listening. Send us your email. Leave us comments. And we'll be back soon with yet another show. Okie doke. All right. Bye-bye for now. Bye.